I put some weed in there already? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yay! Welcome to Duce and Backwoods. Make some motherfucking noise! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am your host, Toon Day, aka Toon Got Jokes, aka Chocolate Poppy, aka Chocolate Baba, for all my Nigerian people, aka the Pinky Ring Player, aka Mr. Fresh. Sometimes, but not all the time, because you expect too much. Aka Mr. Him Duncan, the Hall of Famer, because I did it my way. Now. We here with some special people and some special guests. Real Los Angeles shit, you know what I'm saying, going on. So I got to go ahead and introduce Mr. L.A. himself, my main man, my co-host, T-Reg. Say what up, T-Reg. As a man. As a motherfucking man. As a man. I'm going to clap for you personally. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate that, black man. I'm going to clap for me too, then. Exactly. We got to clap for you. As a man. Now, um, have a very special guest here today. Um, One of the coolest niggas walking in the land of Los Angeles. Uh, a a a a a style enthusiast. You know what I'm saying? A a a a weed connoisseur. You know what I'm saying? A bad bitch getter. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? A real nigga spitter. You know what I'm saying? My nigga do it all. You know what I'm saying? We have Los Angeles' own Monty Cooler in the building. Let's make some motherfucking noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the deal. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, King. First and foremost. Yes, sir. Welcome to Do Saying Backwards, my brother. Um, it's been a long time coming uh, because I've wanted you on the show for a while based off of just knowing you and being around, you know what I'm saying, all the guys. And like, I, I low key, y'all took me into y'all, um, y'all culture and y'all homies through yeah. our crew. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I ended up knowing a lot of homies based off of just my nigga T Rig, you being around, and we just was talking about, you know what I'm saying, the video and everything. So, um, First and foremost, you are a rapper from Los Angeles, born and raised, right? Born and raised. Born and raised yeah, in Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah. Okay. That nigga, that nigga from Compton, too. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now. We getting into it early, okay? No. We getting into it early. I'm talking no, 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 no. Ain't nothing wrong with Compton. I'm ain't nothing wrong with Compton at all. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, it ain't nothing to do with me. This y'all shit. You feel me? <laughs> I, and I'm actually glad that's why I got you here. You know what I'm saying? So call him out on his shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know, nigga, you didn't do that. That's why we got, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm, now, from, my, I'm from LA, boy. Hey, I feel you. I feel you, brother. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, like, like you requested, you asked me to do my homework on you. You know what I'm saying? And I did. So I found out you was a third, third degree black belt. How did that start? Nah, whooping ass playing. out of I'm just kidding. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I'm like, huh? Yeah, then you find out something new today, right? It's like, yeah, hell yeah. And he was a general in the Boy Scouts. So when did that happen? No, I didn't do that. I'm just, <laughs> I'll just bullshit. No, uh, <laughs> let's start from the beginning, my nigga. Yeah. Where did you grow up in Los Angeles? Um, from the beginning, beginning, like when I was a baby and shit. What? Or, like, shit, I don't you know, know. You know what I'm saying? However, uh, however your story started, how did um, how did you? You know what I'm saying? How did things come to be for you starting in Los Angeles? See, in the beginning, I was like, I was with my mom's and shit. She was, I was, she was a single parent. My mm -hmm. pops had went in. And I was like one, so. Oh, got locked early up. Early childhood, I remember being. You said your pops got locked up? Yeah. Okay. Early right. when I was one. You was young. Okay. Yeah. But early, I remember like being in Baldwin Hills area. Hmm. I stayed in Baldwin Hills for for a while. And then um You know what's crazy? I <laughs> I remember, you know, of course I'm you know I'm an outsider. I remember the TV show, that uh that reality mm -hmm. show, yeah, Baldwin yeah, Hills yeah. or whatever the case. Yeah. And uh <clears throat> I always thought it was very interesting because 
I didn't know much about Baldwin Hills other than what, you know what I'm saying, I got from the show and stuff. And the way they made it seem on the show was like, these was the uppity niggas that got they that that come from the hood. They got a little bread. They said, "I." Right. But no, no, none, yeah, of them, none of them wasn't even that. from Baldwin Hills. I would, I would So explain. I, shit, I just lived over there. Shit, my mom's had <laughs> moved over there. She had a, a condo over there and shit. And mm-hmm. That's just what it was. And then okay, I ended up moving. My grandpa had a crib off of Crenshaw, Washington, on Twenty Second and Bronson. He had um like the whole apartment complex, and his spot was like a crib, like right. a five bedroom crib, and it was like. Apartment complexes attached to it. We moved in one of the apartments, and this was still before my pops came home. It was still just me and my mom's. Mm. My grandfather was living next door. Uh, I grew up off of Crenshaw, Washington, Word. for Word. the most part. Okay, yeah. so um, siblings, only child, youngest, oldest. Um, <clears throat> nah, I got three sisters. I got three sisters and one brother. Two mm. older sisters, one older brother, and one younger sister. Middle. Child? Basically. Basically. Yeah. Me too, man. Shake my hand, King. Middle child is always, you know what I'm saying? A special one, that's for sure. Um, okay, cool. So let's start from the beginning then. It's like you say, you know, you it was you, just your I guess your siblings and your moms. Nah, nah, nah. It was just me and my moms at first. Oh, y'all got different pops. Yeah, my other um siblings, they got different moms, except my younger sister. We got the same mom. Okay, so it's you and your younger sister. My brother and my other older, I didn't even know I had this real shit. I didn't even know I had two older Exclusive. sisters. I didn't know I had two older sisters until my pops came home and shit. And that's my other shit. But uh-huh. I only, I thought I only had my older brother and my older sister until my pops came home. Then my little sister came like same year type shit. Damn. As soon as it hit, as soon as that nigga came. Shout home. out to pops. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that nigga made a village. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? By himself. Yeah, he came. God home bless. I was like nine. Oh, word. Yeah. Okay, had to sit down for a little bit. Yeah. Okay, cool. How was that for you? So I didn't even know. I didn't even know what was going on for real. You, I was a kid. Even like thinking back when I was going to see him and shit when he was in jail, I didn't even know. Like, you just thought, hey, I'm seeing a nigga. Yeah, my dad by the class. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Word. Did that, did having your father not in your life for the first nine years, but technically he was because, you know what I'm saying, you were able to have that connection by going to see him. Did that have any effect on you growing up as a teenager? It came like at the right time. Mm. My pops came when I was nine and shit. So that that's like a transitional point too, especially when you out here, you could do anything. I was seeing shit when yeah, I was yeah. That's about, <clears> that's about that the time age, you can start so, getting into it. Yeah, yeah. Like I was just saying shit too. Like when I was that age before he came, like the area I grew up in was a blood neighborhood. So that's what uh, I seen. Ah, yeah. I, used to, yeah. I thought I, nigga, my pops mm-hmm. came. He like nigga, ain't none of none that, of that shit, shit happening, bro. Like, nigga, I'm home now. Right? Yeah. Like, word, word, word. Hey, uh, shout out to pops. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A real man coming home. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. I'm just clapping for that myself. I just gotta clap for that myself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? As a motherfucking man. Okay. Yeah, but you know. Uh, word, word, that word. That's what's shit. up. Okay. So, um, how was it then growing up then? Without your pops, and then when he came in here in Los Angeles, because T. Reg always um, reiterates about the importance of having his father in his nah, life, and sure. how you know it it really directed him and steered him <coughs> out sure. of the streets. Even for though sure. there's so many influences just around you, like you said, motherfuckers sure. throwing up everything, motherfuckers saying anything just from going outside. That shit. So that, how did that work? <clears throat> that shit very important because my, my pops is you know he come from that shit, so mm-hmm. it wasn't like. All my lessons didn't come from him like telling me verbally, like I got to see the shit straight on. Like first of all, he came home from jail from doing a bid from some like serious shit. shit right, you know, yeah. so but then when he came home, you know, I'm starting to meet like all 
his friends and shit, the people homies, you call yeah. uncles, and yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. seeing this side as like bro said Compton, you know, mm-hmm. my pops from Compton and shit. Oh, so okay. now I'm going to that side of the, you know, and I, mm-hmm. but then now I'm seeing death for real, like, and it's mm-hmm. weird because it's like, damn, man, you just came home and this my uncle. I call this dude my uncle. This nigga then died, nigga, mm-hmm. like, but. When's the, what, at what age did you? The first <clears throat> time I seen that for real. Yeah, I used to call um my pops, one of my pops' good friends, Uncle Boo. That shit happened fast. I, my pops probably home for like maybe two years. He probably passed when I was like ten or eleven. Mm. But I got close with him. Like that was like one of my. Cause he was always around. Yeah, like, he was always around. So yeah. when my pops mm-hmm. came home, he was yeah, around. Was around. Shit. Yeah, it's probably that right shit happened around. to him. That happened at a funeral though. Say it one more time. <clears throat> that happened at a funeral. Like he got killed at a funeral. Like, bro. Yeah. It's are you crazy serious? Shit. And you yeah. heard about that at what? 10, 11? Yeah, like ten, eleven. And then somebody I got close to, like, shit. when my pops first came That's home. Shit. So I'm seeing this shit like early, and that was that. That happened a lot though. Like, mm-hmm. and I used to hear them calls, and it's like you know now I'm old. That shit now I'm older. That shit be happening to me now, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, now exactly. I see, Homies like, all that shit. shit. Yeah. But, like, when I was younger, I was seeing that shit then with him. Mm. Like, when he first got home, and I'm like, shit crazy. You know, my pops went in when he was 28. Mm. You know, I'm older than that right now, right you now, know? Right, so, yeah. it was like, man, we can do a 19-year bid, come home. And, you know, shit still going on like that. But mm. I'm seeing that early on, so I had a whole different perspective on shit. And <clears throat> when my pops first came home, he was doing game prevention. Like, oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was trying to get like. How does that work? Explain the, that to me. He was at this youth center called uh, APCH, a place called Home. It was in, off of Central and like Twenty Second or some shit or somewhere around there by the uh, Tansburger off of Central. Mm-hmm. It was right across the street from the Tansburger, and it was just like a bunch of kids that used to go there, and like a lot of them was already in gangs and shit. That was just like a place for like oh, a YMCA, like Central oh, Adams. So yeah, like, yeah. I know like, school. Yeah, like a YMCA. Yeah, so I was okay. going there every day. Like I was seeing, I'm a West Side kid. I'm going to the East Side every day now mm-hmm. with my pops and shit. So <clears throat> I was seeing how they was living early on. I knew it was different from like what I was coming from. Like I was seeing street shit, but I'm like, nah, the, the East Side, this shit a little different. A little different These right? niggas living a little different. But mm-hmm. I was around that shit like my whole, you know, preteen to probably like 15, 15 years old. You know, my pops was doing that type shit, and you know, he's just trying to keep kids out the streets. But like even even that, like I seen kids get killed like around that time. Like it was a it was a kid that went to that. This uh, Latino kid that went to that pl- uh, to a place called home and shit, and he got killed. He was like 15, you mm. know, and I seen that shit when I was like 12. Like, I'm like, damn, this nigga was coming up here every day. Do you think you're like, numb to some things now? Now, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Certain shit, no, certain shit, you know, but hearing it, like, when you just hear it, it's like, damn. That's literally all you can say, damn. Yeah, sometimes I sit with shit though, you know, and I ain't gonna lie how my times, you know, I break down, you know, like as a man. Because the thing is, you human beings, and death is always something that's <clears throat> death is death is the one thing that's inevitable. But yeah. to have it happen at the hands of just violence or things that we grow up in, it tends to be a traumatic thing that people don't actually unpack or they don't actually talk about because you've been through some very traumatic shit. From the age of nine to I'm at least like 15, 16, that grown man haven't even been through. Yeah, you know I've been saying, saying that shit like 
where we come from and shit, like urban areas, like even the place like, you know, you from Chicago, you would know. Exactly. But like coming from like everybody don't grow up like this, you know, <coughs> everybody don't see like motherfuckers getting shot and killed and hearing about that shit. A motherfuckers call you on the regular, like, you know, Wooty Woof just got killed and you just like, damn. Like, you know, bro, like his phone number might be in your the phone. You know That's what I'm saying? Like thing. and you just like, damn. Question. Like, what was the first what age were you? When the first person you personally knew got killed, I was sixteen. Like like 16. A, like a person Friend around my age, yeah, around your age or whatever. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I was I was sixteen when the first person I personally knew used to smoke with, used to kick it, play ball, got like killed. Like I told you, the I'm mean, the your the uncle, kid out, right? Not, or the, him for oh, the sure. Kid, out, but the kid at APCH, and then um, when I was in high school. It was a kid from, I don't, don't want to do no name dropping yeah, it's all this good. shit still, you know, still, yeah. relevant to this time. Mm -hmm. But It was somebody you knew in high school. Yeah, he got killed. He was in my PE class and bro got uh, killed like the, probably like eighth week in the school. This is my freshman year. Hmm. You know, like that type shit. How does that affect you mentally as a- so At the time, you just keep going. Like you don't. Like real, it's just like I said, it's just like, damn, like- Shit, you just live your life. You're a kid. Like, you know, like, mm. shit. You think that shit can't happen to you, though? You know, it's like. You think it don't, yeah. <clears throat> but then, uh, uh, my question then is, like, when you think that that shit can't happen to you, is it because of the different path that you chose? Or just like, you know, I'm, I move differently. You know what I'm saying? Or you think confident about yourself? Or because. It's niggas that bang and do all type of shit. And it's like, man, that never, like, prime example. Never we thought, never I, thought that would happen to Nip. You know what I'm saying? We would never, no one would have ever thought what happened to him would have happened to him. And he wouldn't have neither. But the situation is that he's in, he was in that life. But in reality, it's like for certain people who are, who, who come from around it or come from, you know what I'm saying, in it, but not, you know what I'm saying, completely in it. It's like, you get to a point where it's like, all right, well, yeah, I just moved differently. But then there's always casualties. So what made you feel like you were above that situation? And, you could make it to this point right now. I don't know if I ever really felt like, not no like on the untouchable shit. I ain't never felt like that. Like I just try to always move a certain type of way. Mm. You know, but I have put myself in like bullshit before in my life. But past that, like once I matured up, it's just like yeah, I just move a certain type of way. Mm. And even when you move a certain type of way, you know, shit, you can always slip up. But right, do you feel that growing up in this city? It's Conditioned cold, you? It's cold as shit in here. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, it's cold. <laughs> I'm gonna turn it off. I'll turn it off in a minute. You're gonna turn the AC off oh, in a God. minute. But, bro, it get hot in this motherfucker. That's for sure. But anyway, <laughs> my question, though. Do you think that growing up in LA conditioned you to be able to deal with death easily? Easily? Probably. Like I said, most people probably don't even see this type of shit. You come from a fucking place that most places... You know, it's not really only like 10, 15 places close to some shit like this, you know. Mm -hmm. But not even, you know, because it's where gangbanging originated. So it's, un it's senseless shit that's still going on here. That's only we understand, you know. Mm -hmm. like, and literally, it, only, it, it, only we understand this type of shit. I ain't going to lie to you. And becoming from a gangbang city that has their own gangs that are nationally known and certain things like that. I've, that's another reason why I feel like Chicago people and LA people like relate a lot too because the the mentality in that city about always being on edge, always being on point, always, you know what I'm saying, you know, know where you're going and know how you're moving like you just said. Everybody don't live like that. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. Motherfuckers in Montana or something. Shout out to Montana. I ain't never been, but you know what I'm saying? Like certain <laughs> places. You could just you know leave the house and be cool. Go I cool. Look, I had to look in your rear Mind your business. I, I, I ain't even gonna lie, gang. When I came to Los Angeles, and I always had this conversation with other Chicago people. When I came to Los Angeles, now mind you, this is me being smart. So the places that I lived were very secured places, the valley, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Shit yeah. like that, feel me? But this was the first place that I came to, and I was just like, you niggas be wearing slides outside? Like, who be wearing slides? Not necessarily, I'm not saying you, you know what I'm saying? But like, native. Like no, not you, not you, but I'm like, motherfuckers is like, they, they wear that as their attire. You know what I'm saying? Just regular slides or like, motherfuckers, wear, you know what I'm saying? I'm not tripping, trust me. Or it's like, niggas leave their door open. Like the they they'll have the um you see now you you just looked at me crazy. That but <laughs> listen to what I, I said though. Saying. I'm not in the environments <laughs> that technically we in we all right, in right. Where y'all are you on some like you in like oh, you said. talking about when you in the valley. Yeah. In the valley or just in the valley is not the only place I've been yeah, to it's where like you know the saying? places that you be. The places that I be because yeah. mind you, I come from Chicago. So yeah. like I said, I my boots are strapped all the time. You feel yeah. me? My head is on a swivel all the time. You know what I'm saying? I don't even talk to certain niggas, you know what I'm saying? Because I get to where the fuck I gotta go and I keep moving because the type of city that I come from, it's bullshit. The moment you walk out your door, it's bullshit everywhere. So everybody gotta have their shoes tied, motherfuckers gotta, you know what I'm saying, get to where they're going and all type of shit. It's out here when I realized shit was so more lackadaisy, you know what I'm saying, or just like more comfortable because of the settings that I put myself in. I didn't come here and come straight to Inglewood. I ain't go to Compton. I ain't mm-hmm. go to, you know what I'm saying? I ain't go to none of the, the places where it's actively, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, anxiety where for, you know what I'm saying, the natives to have. So when I got here, it was it was just such a culture shock for me. Cause I'm like, all right, I get the palm trees, I get the, you know what I'm saying, the nice weather and shit, but niggas is that comfortable out here? And then I started going to the areas where y'all live and where y'all be at. And I was like, ah, okay. Yeah, niggas getting to where the fuck they gotta go around this bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Motherfuckers ain't sitting around playing around. You know what I'm saying? Or niggas is niggas is talking to me but looking over me. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, yeah, tune, yeah, what? And at first it's like, man, why you? Look? But then I realized, okay, well, I realize where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand. It's not no disrespect. It's just <clears throat> what he on right now. Like, because where we at? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I feel like growing up in these cities that that come from gangbang culture, like you have to have a certain level of Awareness. Awareness. That is the perfect word. Awareness and level-headedness because if not, man, you can get chipped out here very fast. You know what I'm saying? You got to move smart, especially if you was a kid that had to like take the bus and shit, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. you was a kid that had to take the metro to get to where you had to go. Like, yeah, you got to... That shit probably make you move a little. What's the wildest thing you've seen on the metro? Man, I've seen all type of wild shit. I don't know. All type of wild (laughs) shit. Give me one. Give me one because I'll tell you one too. I seen, I, and I was in the valley on the. I've seen line. a lady pee on the metro. Metro, yeah. I, I feel it. I feel it. I, I was <clears> on metro <throat> back in like 2017. But continue. Shit, I don't know. I just seen all type of dirty motherfuckers on there. It's like <laughs> right. some shit you shouldn't even just be. You shouldn't even be around as a kid. Like, right. and you getting on the bus, nigga, at 11, 12 years old, and it's a motherfucking stinky ass crack addict, nigga, on the back of the bus, nigga, mm. or. You know, hopping on the bus, nigga. You hop on the wrong bus, nigga. Want a trip today, nigga? Mm-hmm. Nigga on some gang banging shit, nigga. You don't even bang, nigga. Right. Nigga just want a trip today, nigga. All type of shit. That's where you gonna get banged, though. The bus, the bus. That's, nigga. That's sure. what. That's how I learned my street smarts for sure. The bus. Getting, get walking bang, the streets and getting on the bus, nigga. I used Explain to catch the bus that. from. I remember because I remember you was telling me one time about this infamous 
gang member that you saw on the bus one time and you was like, oh, that's old bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What? The most infamous niggas. The most yeah. infamous yeah. niggas. Hard times, yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Back in the but now, back in the day before social mm-hmm. media and shit, yeah. No, I remember, I had um, I had moved to the east side for like a, almost a year when I was younger, like 03. Yeah, like 03, I was in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And I was going to middle school in Inglewood though. Oh wow! But I'm from I'm coming. I'm I had to catch the bus from Manchester and Broadway to La Tierra, bro. That's a mission. No, I've been here long enough. I know exactly. That's That's long, bro. That's That's a janky route. That's a janky route. Wow, it's a janky route. Oh yeah, it's very janky. And I'm in sixth grade, so like I'm walking from 91st and Broadway to Broadway and Manchester, and I got to get on the bus to go to La Tierra. So nigga, I definitely. I was that, that's peeping like a shit. Two-hour bus ride. Nah, 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 nah. It's not even about that. It's just about the walk to the bus. Oh yeah, yeah. all the extra shit. Getting on the bus. It probably took like a good thirty minutes. Probably like every, 30. every stop, you don't know what might happen. Right, yeah. like, Nigga, I'm getting on the bus. We got to stop on Manchester and Fig, Manchester and Hoover, Manchester and Vermont, Manchester and Normandy. It's, mm. it's, mm. it's yeah. every stop. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah, every that's stop. What, that's what I was gonna do. It's gonna take you through a couple of different sets. Then I will get off on Manchester and La Brea. Niggas is right there banging early morning on Manchester and La Brea. Six for o'clock. Show. For show, for show. <laughs> Seven o'clock in the morning. So, yeah, I had, nigga, had, nigga, nigga had to get his antennas up quick. Damn, niggas is banging on you I at breakfast? The, it started being more... For my, my life used to just be about nigga school and, and being in the NBA. And then mm. the nigga started catching the bus. So I said, shit, shit started changing. Shit started Really, I would say the most transitional part of my life was probably middle school. Once you get to middle school and shit, you really start like it's niggas gang banging and shit. Oh yeah, nah, for sure. By middle, middle school, by, by school was definitely twelve. Yeah, 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 niggas gang banging. Those niggas going, to, you know, going to hit the, uh, going to hit <laughs> East Lake, nigga, all that type of shit. And coming back to school, like I had them type of homies and shit. You know, like right. what middle school did you go to? I went to John Burroughs. I used to bus it over there. I'll take the, uh, what the fuck bus is that? I don't know. The bus that go up Crenshaw to Wilshire. 210. 210. 210. Yeah, okay. 210 to the, I forgot the, all I remember is the 35. I used to take the 35 to get to uh, Fairfax. I went to Fairfax. 35 mm. to that transit. There's some real LA shit, y'all. Be janky, too. That transit on mm. Fairfax, you never know. There's so many buses that's coming right there. Right there. Yeah. Okay, and I'm glad that you said that, that specific name, Fairfax. So let's trans, you know what I'm saying? Let's fast forward to there. Because Fairfax, being on Fairfax and going to Fairfax High School evidently is when the the the, the catalyst in your life started going up. You know what I'm saying? When things started transitioning to, you know what I'm saying, a different mindset. So, like I said, I did my, you know what I'm saying, my homework. In an interview that you had on All Deaf Digital back in 2018. After you had dropped, uh, or bef- a, a little bit after you dropped, uh, uh, is hope for hope for the youth. Hope for the youth. Um, you were talking about how coming up on Fairfax and just like the influences that you had as far as rapping. It was like Kendrick. It mm. was um, uh, who else? Like uh, who, who did you say? You you said uh, I forgot. I can't think of it, bro. I know Kendrick and, and certain certain people. Dom, you know what I'm saying? Just certain people that you grew up around, but. Because, and we, and shout out to the homie Nico G4, you know what I'm saying? You was here for that episode, mm. and all three of y'all been locked in literally since high school, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With doing music, playing ball, being cool niggas, being on the scene, you know what I'm saying? All type of shit. Yeah. So, I just want to, you know what I'm saying, let you guys know sincerely, I want to give y'all y'all flowers, you know what I'm saying? Like, just in general, just for me to y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the consistency of the grind, the consistency of the friendship, and from an outsider, being now accepted inside, 
You know what I'm saying? I, I respect it and I fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, yeah, for sure. So, the Fear Facts situation then, you know, you started, you, you were explaining how you started seeing your peers and other people started actually catching some notoriety and shit like that. Yeah. And then I think it was um, Anwar? And where I personally don't 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 know of Anwar, but I remember you were saying like how you 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 came up. They were older, right? Yeah, yeah. You, but you came up around all of them, and even like Odd Future and all those people too. So, yeah. mm-hmm. talk to me about how that experience was for you growing up um, in on the scene, in the scene with people. We was talking. You were talking about how you you remember uh, the Diamond Supply back in the day when it was next to a uh, uh, flight club. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you've been out, and before the before the camera even start, we just talked about a nigga that was asking or saying something on that comment on a video or a song of yours. Like, yeah, I remember, bro, from back on Fairfax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, that means you've been my fan for ten plus years, bitch ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Let's <laughs> let's make sure it's very 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 well known. You know what I'm saying? Niggas got fans. You feel me? So so in um. In retrospect, let's talk about the Fairfax, you know what I'm saying, lifestyle and going to Fairfax High School. How was that for you? That shit was just like an escape for us, you know. Mm. Some I just remember going there whenever whenever I could, you know, whenever every weekend just to go up there, skateboard, you know. Oh, you skated? For a second. I tried, oh. you know, I I was into it. So anything I why not? Uh, what, what, welcome to the neighborhood. Intermission. <laughs> yeah, my nigga. Three-way slam. That's my dog, man. What's going on, Slim? What's going on, man? 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 Fairfax. Hey. Oh, okay. Yo. Hey, listen. Uh, uh, listen. Hey, yo. That was crazy. First and foremost, I said what I said. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting to use that. You've been waiting to use the fucking button since I got it. He caught it. Like, yeah, hey, yo, Whoa. that was crazy. Whoa. Yo, that was insane. That's crazy. Uh, let's focus, man. Let's refocus. Bro, <laughs> what are we doing here right now? Let's get back to the, <laughs> the episode. All well, right, no, bro. Basically, we just saying what was what was Fear this facts, like to get to Fairfax? You said it was the getaway. You went out there every, you know, what I'm saying every chance you could. You know, what I'm saying, and just every weekend. You know, what I'm saying, talk about that. What was I? Because honestly, I got out here in 2013, and when I got out here, the Fairfax movement was still a. You know, what I'm saying, like motherfuckers was over there and yeah, like was still pulling up, still shit. pulling up, rant like literally kicking it. Shout out to the homie Corbin. Because I remember Corbin used to be on Fear Facts, hustling like a motherfucker. Yeah, Corbin was Corbin crazy. used to be out there. And I would be like, what the fuck is on Fear Facts? And I, but I didn't understand the culture behind it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So ex- explain that. Realistically explain it. Because if anybody can explain the Fear Facts culture that comes from it, you can. Because you, when I remember you listing certain people, you was talking about Dom. You was talking about, you know what I'm saying, just the, the clothing and stuff that's around there. You was talking about Casey. You was talking about all these different people that was around that time. What... What led that to be so much of a, you know what I'm saying, a, a uh, thing, like a I hub said, or a culture? A, it was a skate forest, you know. None of us grew up over there. Mm. We was all migrating over there to go. From different there. places. Yeah, and we just got into streetwear shit early on, and that's where it all was at. And I always get my flowers to like Anwar and, and them, you know, because that's how we found out about that shit. Basically. Like, mm-hmm. Rogue status and... 
That, that's where it started with me. Rogue status and Anwar yeah. for yeah, sure. Yeah, Rogue status. I heard about but that. But that, was, that wasn't even on about? Fairfax. That, that wasn't was on Venice. Fairfax. That was just street rush shit. That shit was on Venice. Yeah, it was on you Venice. You didn't even know. As a kid, it was like, man, you damn near wouldn't even be able to go there because you ain't got no car. Oh, God. How the fuck you going to get there? Uh, like, your parents yeah. take you there. Right, yeah. Parents wasn't even rocking with the shit. Like, they right, had this yeah. t-shirt. They had the t-shirt with the gun. Nigga, Arabic. Nigga, you had to have that t-shirt. You wear that shit to school. You got to turn it inside out type shit. Yeah. You had to have that t-shirt. You had to have that t-shirt. You had that t-shirt. You was that nigga, huh? You had to. This one, you know, t-shirts, $50 and shit. That was expensive back then. Look at this expensive. No, the fuck? You grown now. You got money. Yeah, fifty dollars t-shirt. This a nah, but just no. Nah, I get nah, what he's saying. Yeah. Then, like, oh no, that like, is Maddox. But no, that some, is hella expensive. Young nigga shit. Yeah. What? Nigga, know, I'm, like, I'm Target with it. Twelve dollars. Twelve ninety nine. Judge if you want. Continue. But it was just it was just a different type of lifestyle. It was a lifestyle, you know. Like mm. it made it made you feel part of some shit, you know. Like yeah. different than some hood shit. Different than the average shit. You know that people because it seems like around that time, not even around that time, but in y'all culture and in the city, gang banging was a fad. Like it, it like it was it's always re- been. It's a always thing. been a thing. So it's like for y'all to go was, in the other way. Always, it's always been a thing. When I was growing up, I feel like I don't know. It wasn't so crazy. Like, but I could be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could be wrong. I feel like it just kept escalating. But that could just be like what I was living in. You mm-hmm. know. Like, no, nah, that's your reality. Yeah, that's just your it's perspective and it's just it's age. It's perspective and oh. age because whatever the people that was older than me, you know, they was probably going through they was probably they, seeing they all type too, of shit. Yeah. But like I literally watched it go from fighting to guns True. getting pulled out to Every, shooting that's everybody to going niggas through, yeah. getting killed. You yeah, know? yeah like, it was it was that transition. That that's real. that was the transition. That's that is it. real. No, nah, um, but like he said, it I mean for for me it was like uh even even with that, seeing the elevation of that with the street shit, when you go when the niggas go on Fairfax, it's like you see that same fandom and same craziness of elevation, but we just seeing it in a whole different fly positive way. In a positive way. Like and it just that shit made you be like, <clears throat> all right, now I want this a little more than than it, being on it, that. And it was options out there. It made you really it's like you could look at somebody like the homie Bailey was the manager of Flight Club at seventeen years old. Oh shit. I was watching Shout bro. out to Bailey. Yeah, I was watching Bro, and he got me my first um, internship at SLB. That was a store that was right next to Flight Club. Bailey, Bailey, uh, part of the reason why the Tisa brand got so cracking. Remember Tisa? Tisa. Oh, remember that Tisa Taz, Taz Arnold? Oh, shit? okay, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bailey sure. was like one of the niggas that was pushing that. Oh shit God, before. I remember that. Um, you know, I don't think he get enough flowers for a lot of no shit that he, that he shit. did. Right. Now he yeah. fucked with niggas too. He used to fuck with me, L, and Chris. Yeah. Tough. He used to right, fuck with us right, too. Right. He put his arm around me early on when I was a freshman. We went to Hamilton together my freshman year, and he was a uh, the senior when I went there. And I, I seen bro in flight. I'm like, nigga, you go to fucking Hamilton, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like the fuck. <laughs> like, right, right, right. That's just that's a cool reality. Like damn, this nigga go to school like me and yeah, be here. Bro. That make you be like, damn, that okay. Was my, right. That was my dog. Yeah. though. like, ben how was dog. it for you seeing Dom around the way? Right Man, when he was young, you know keep it real, like it was shit. It just seemed regular, you know. At first, it's like, man, Dom noticed motherfuckers, you know. Like I worked at SLB, so I used to come in there and shit. Like I used to talk to Dom and shit. Now I ain't gonna lie, I didn't notice how big the rap shit was then. I used to see bro and shit. Like it was regular. Yeah, yeah it was right. regular, you know. But then he was progressing for sure. So then it was looking like, damn, you know. And then you know, my that nigga Casey was doing this shit too, and Dom had put his Casey. arm around Casey. And then that's when shit was looking like, damn, this shit this is just real. real. This going crazy. These niggas going crazy. You know, I remember the whole little CDC shit. We was in high school. So I'm going crazy. Happened, you know, like. 
the <coughs> boy. I'm like, damn, this shit, this music shit looking crazy. Crazy, you know? right? It's like, man, keep it real. Before any of that, niggas watching MTV shit. You know, we watching shit. MTV jams, TV, MTV VH1 jams, soul, like music, rap, nigga. That VH1 shit, souls, right? that shit don't seem. You're real. showing your age, right? Cause that's, that's, that's but nah, for sure. <laughs> we watching 106 in Park, nigga. Rap don't seem real, nigga. We seeing Jay Z and right, shit on right, the fucking right. TV, that, bro. That, like you know, that, that, that's the really. I, I ain't gonna lie. That's probably one of the realest shit that I heard in a while. Watching 106 in Park, watching TRL. You know what I'm saying? All Rap these different City. shit. Rap City. You you think of DMX, you think of all these people, you think of Jay-Z. It's like, man. And then it's like, since we've been alive, these niggas already, they've been niggas. Yeah, they old. Yeah, they've been so them niggas. Like, like you know what I'm saying? They don't even seem like that. And some then you, know, you, you realize that somebody that you genuinely know, somebody you could touch, somebody that you can call, it's like, yo, this nigga's on the same tube that I'm mm-hmm. watching. Like headed you know towards that. Headed or at least heading towards that, yeah. At that time, it was like, mm-hmm. yeah. No, yeah, but even then, you... still, I, I wasn't something like, I didn't decide to be no rapper off or none of that. Like, When did you record your first song? Really, even nigga, when I was a kid, probably when I was like when my dad first came home and shit. No, like, APCH they had a fucking studio there, and yeah, That's I had hard. recorded a song there, but like that shit wasn't no serious. I was probably I was a kid, but on some trying to be, trying to rap like fuck it, I'm gonna try this shit. Mm-hmm. Like eleventh grade, eleventh grade. Is it because? Because I remember, um, like I said, shout out to homie Nico when he was here. He was talking about you know the reason why he technically started rapping. Was because niggas was already living this cool ass lifestyle. Yeah, for sure. So it's just like might as well, you know what I'm saying, put some put some sounds behind this for shit. Sure, because if just you think tell about it, rap, rap at that time, nigga, just on some adolescence, it's like, nigga, what is it, nigga, getting hoes and you know doing cool shit, nigga. We that's literally it, so all it doing, is. Nigga. Yeah, all you gotta do is rap about this shit, like the shit we doing. But with me, more so, like I, I feel like I was always getting hit with real life, so mm-hmm. I always found like a vulnerability to like talk about. Or personal shit, you know, mm-hmm. and like. Do you feel like rapping is just like your, your vocal journal? Hell yeah, that's my escape for sure. Like, mm-hmm. On some way deeper shit, you know. When I was younger, I just used to feel like nigga ain't had nobody to like really vent to. Yeah, say some like motherfucker wasn't feeling like what I was doing. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like moms, pops, like especially back then. Now, of course, I could talk to them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I get on the phone, talk to my pops for an hour. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, nigga, like, nigga, I ain't even used to have, nigga, four sentence conversations with bro. You uh-huh. know, like, not even like that, though. Like, I love my pops to death, you right, know? Sure. And I don't, you know, bro, fresh out of prison, nigga. I don't know, you know? Right. Yeah, you just, you don't know what to say. different, yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to, yeah, it's a never, disconnect. It's a disconnect. I never held no grudges against that. And then my mom's, too. I was my mom's first kid, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, she ain't know nothing, you know, like. She raising me how to fuck. Her best. Her best, you know, so. But, like, back then, you know, it was no. <clears throat> and there was a lot of shit going on, too. You know, I lost my grandpa when I was 16. My mm. mom's dad, you mm. know, like. My grandmother passed away a year or two after that. Like, there's a lot of shit going on, you know. So, it yeah. wasn't no time to, be, <clears throat> to tell people about the fuck I had going on. So, that's why I found out. I mean, that's why I put that shit in the music. Like. Even since early on, like, and I think just doing this shit over and over, because I wasn't good, like, at rap, nigga. I'm going to keep Let's it 1,000. Like, Let's talk. You was trash your first shit? Your shit. Yeah, for sure. Your first shit was ass, huh? So I didn't start. <laughs> I didn't start off a good rapper, nigga. Like, I always knew I had some shit to say, though. Perseverance. That's Ladies why, and gentlemen, 
perseverance. You ask me that question, this shit really come from having some shit to say more so than trying to rap. Oh, than trying to be cool and trying to, you know what I'm saying? I never some, even, oh, even the whole okay. persona of like, nigga, really me. That's like, hard. if you know me from LA, nigga, you know, but I didn't, I didn't fully portray that in rap coming out. You know, like, mm. Hey, that's, that's more so my inner my inner me. Like, nah, nigga, I'm not finna just, oh, I got the bitches, I got the I smoke weed, nigga. Mm. Like <clears throat> Would you say that, like that you that were shit more was of an introvert coming up as a younger man? And then now that you Nah, I wasn't no, little... I don't think I was no introvert coming up. I'm more probably an introvert now. Oh coming okay. up. I was definitely like a like Niggas was outside. Niggas was outside. Okay, no, but very well, very well. I, I, I hear outside, you. Outside for sure. Like, nigga, I was a person. Motherfuckers knew, you know? Right, like, right, right, right. Sure. I get that, I get that. Like, the fuck rap, nigga. Like, motherfuckers know me on just some... If you from L.A., around my generation, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers knew. It ain't about no rap shit. Like, okay, okay, okay. Well, that's very interesting because I want to get into the rap shit specifically, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But we're going to take this smoke break real quick and we'll be right back. And we're back. Okay, yeah. we're back now. So... We left off talking about how, you know what I'm saying, you've been that nigga, man. You've been, you know what I'm saying, on the scene. You've been, you know what I'm saying, in the lifestyle of a, a, a real LA, a LA, LA nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the music was something that was therapy, evidently. It was your vocal journal, and it was an outlet. But at a certain point in time, nigga, you got good at it. It wasn't just you, you know what I'm saying, just talking shit or just, you know what I'm saying, expressing yourself. You had a buzz. When did that, when when did, let's say, your first song start making some traction in the that city? That shit happened immediately. Because mm. I was, like I said, I was, even when the shit was weak. Like, oh, as soon really? as I started dropping this shit, like, as soon as we was like, we gonna take this shit serious, motherfuckers knew, like, not like that, I keep it real. Like, the nigga Casey was our homie. He was already going up. Shout out shit. Casey Veggies. So... Us doing our thing, me and Nico and shit. Like it was like okay, them niggas it was automatic. Shit. Like, it was automatic. Right. Young nigga movement. Yeah, right. young nigga right. movement. <laughs> you right. know, and like I said I wasn't the best rapper, but <clears throat> nigga was ambitious, and I was saying shit too. It just wasn't on, you know, like right, right, right. It wasn't flowing. It wasn't. I probably not on the right beats. All the, you know, you gotta keep. It's repetition. Well, you know, you have to learn, man. You yeah, have it's to repetition, learn. Yeah. and I really like. I I fuck with the craft so much. I wanted to get better, you know. Like that was always my goal. I want to be better in this. So this shit. is your passion. Music passion. Is your passion. It became my was passion. It, has it always been your passion? Did you always? I always had it? a love for it because I know that just off of always knowing how fan. to recite somebody else's lyrics and mm -hmm. shit. You know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. fluently. That's right. a talent in itself. You know, that is like, true. Right. Yeah. Like the niggas reciting like Busta Rhymes verse yeah, on that. Uh, you know, saying, look at to, me now. Yeah, I used to be able to rap uh, Ludacris roll out. My pop I ain't gonna shit. lie, nigga. My that's like, hey, shake my head, kid. Yeah. Hey, yeah. That's some shit. I ain't fucking rap that shit, right? Okay, that's hard. That's hard. That's hard. Shit. Word. I remember <laughs> listening to Bone Thug songs and literally practicing, rewinding it. You remember reciting Bone Thug shit for sure? Of course, yeah, hell yeah. Well, we recited like Do or Die and Twister and shit in Chicago, so you know what I'm saying. Twister too. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So cool. Bet. Yeah. So I hopped in it like, but now I ain't look at rap like. Having an image and all that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I, rap, I, rap, I was rapping, nigga. Right, right. I but you was already who you was, right? Nah, like I yeah, said on the uh, G4 show, 
I, I, I vividly remember when both of them niggas started. Like, I remember when they were like, all right, we about to seriously be. I remember that shit. Like, I vividly remember. Right, That's funny. Like, right. I really started remember rapping. that shit. Yeah. Okay, like, now. Really, really, that shit happened. It just started happening, too. Like, when we decided, I dropped my first mixtape when we was in high school. Me and G4 dropped a week apart. He dropped a mixtape called G4 Tour. Was that? No, no, no. No, that was the second that. one. It was G4 Tour. Mind on a Million. Mind, yeah, he dropped yeah, a take called Mind on, on a Million. I remember the cover. As soon as you said it, that's crazy. I remember yeah. the cover. I remember and the cover. I dropped a take called Something Perfect. And this was before I was even Monty Coolin, before he was Nico G4. I think bro I was just going by Nico. Mm-hmm. I was going by Monty. And them was the mm-hmm. takes that we had dropped. When I had dropped that tape, that shit ended up being trending on Twitter and shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that well, was how, like did you, how did you get your rap name? Coolin? Mm-hmm. Because when I had dropped that shit, I'm like, man, I got to have something like else on my shit. Nigga said, I can't just be money. Uh, I can't be <laughs> well, the thing is, and let's be clear. This is exclusive. Because, and, and I got to say it, because I was calling you Manny for so fucking long. And you corrected me, but not because you wanted to, but just because like, all right, man. Because evidently people be having you fucked up all the time calling you Manny. I don't even be correcting people for real. Let's like, be very I, clear. This nigga's name is Monty. Yeah. Okay. You heard it first right now on New Set. Monty Coolin. I had to correct myself too. You know nigga kept calling you out on G4 Bro, show. After a while, after a while, I also had to say something. I'm I like, like nigga, but the thing is, uh, he responded. <laughs> the problem with you is responding. But it, I respect I understand why you ain't got time to keep correcting niggas and shit. So I get it though. But okay, Monty Coolin, how did that, you know what I'm saying? You just wanted to it was it just more of you like your personality that came with it? You know what I'm saying? I can't remember who, but I, for shows when I was in high school, somebody like gave me that. I don't remember who it was, but somebody like that's fucked that up. Why you don't remember? That's fucked up. I know. It's, it's, it's like a classmate or something. Like, <laughs> shout out to whoever gave my nigga that name. Uh, but I, I ran with that shit though. For sure. <laughs> they gonna see this episode like nigga, that was me, it's Brandon. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you remember me, nigga? Was, me, nigga. I gave you that nickname. Oh, okay. I, I started running with that shit, and we got booked for a motherfucking show at Culver City High. I remember like, that too. Yeah, yeah. Bro, you ain't never performed at a motherfucking high school. At another high, high school, school, I was in high school. While you was in high school, you ain't never make some fucking. <laughs> Let's make some noise, man. I, you no, got, that, you got that that was, uh, room. That's some real shit. That's some. That was. I that's some LA shit though. High school would come to no, my that, high that's school. That's some LA before, shit. Nigga. That's what? LA shit. Really? Yeah, yeah, like, but not just no regular rinky dinky. You have to be making a little bit of noise for a school to book you. Nigga, I'm and sure, LA, bro. Yeah, real, we was probably the first like niggas doing that type of shit though. Like from back then, it wasn't really nobody rapping. Like. In high school and shit, like hmm. YG, YG used to on, do that. YG, YG used to do that. No, YG yeah, was out of high school. YG was out of high school, so he was popping up at the yeah. high school. It was people yeah. popping up at the high schools and shit. But even ours was just a little different because we just start rapping. Mm-hmm. It's two months. Like we just dropped a tape. Mm-hmm. We dropped our tapes in March, and then nigga start nigga get booked for the shit in May. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like damn. This shit might, this just might be, be real, right? Yeah, this might know. be some nigga, shit, they right? They finna pay us too, nigga. And like, they finna pay, right? They only gave us a hundred dollars, but shit, nigga, 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 you, 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 you didn't even have to say hey, that. Shit. Nah, I'm gonna keep, I'm keeping it all the way down. And that was a lot to me back then. Of course, nigga, you get paid. Nigga went straight to Fairfax and bought a tea. Instantly, instantly. So it's even deeper with that. So my nigga Zach, that run the brand FTP, he was going to Cover at the time. And he gave me a t- his first T-shirts, the FTP mm, T-shirts. Fuck the population. Like, yeah, oh. the fuck the population shirts. And me and bro built a relationship off of that. Like me coming up that's there fire. and shit. Oh, and I always been cool with bro since then, you that's know, dope. like. But yeah, that's we fire. did that show and I had brought we brought that nigga Casey out. And this one, Casey was, you know. On fire. Already on fire, you know. Like he just came out to come fuck with us. Like mm. bro did his little shit, you know. 
Cover City High to see, bro. They, they going crazy they going to see crazy. Bro, at that time. You know what I'm saying? That's hard. Like, That's dope as fuck. I, mean, I remember... Was L Boog there? Yeah, yeah. I remember niggas, was niggas, up, did, like, niggas did school. Yeah. I forgot why I didn't make it. I remember I was trying to get there, but I didn't make it. I don't remember why. But so we had to ditch school to go. To go, before. right. To go. Right. Of course you right. had to, nigga. You was in school. Yeah. So, okay, well, then talk about getting that notoriety and that type of local fame early. Like, how did you, you know what I'm saying, still try to be a regular nigga? Or did you yeah, feel we like was I wasn't? Already, we was regular still. To me, that's how I felt. I never got, I never like, Felt bigger than anybody, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that could be mm-hmm. less, that could be a downfall. I don't know, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But I always like still felt attached to whatever was going on, like even at my highest moments and shit. So even at that time, I'm like, shit, nigga, we just shit. They fucking with niggas, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but even then, it didn't seem all the way real though. At that time, I'm still seeing Casey, you know, doing his thing. Like that shit was far away from what the fuck right. we just did, you know? Right. Like, but. I'm gonna keep it real, like what going to college and shit what made me be like, fuck, nigga, I'm about to go rap, nigga. Like why? Why was that? What happened in college? That shit was never for me. I was never a school nigga. Like how I even ended up there. But evidently, nigga, you was, ain't no dumb nigga, cause you made it nah, to college. Nah, you know nah. what I'm saying? In a whole other state. I could tell this story shit, cause nigga, I'm fucking so far removed from then, nigga. But um shit, I ain't even when I was in high school, bro, like, I ain't even used to really go, nigga. I used to be ditching. I was really fucking bitches and shit, bro. Like, I was really doing that type of shit. For real. Like, nigga, very I was clear. Smoking weed, nigga. Right. Like, nigga, I got kicked out of I got kicked out of Fairfax and had to go to continuation, continuation school. Wow. Which saved the nigga because oh, the exclusives. Yeah. Okay, niggas ain't know that. Nah. <laughs> I niggas to, ain't know. So what did you graduate from? Fairfax. <laughs> okay. Explain, King. Go for it. I went to continuation school. When did you get kicked out? My like the beginning eleventh grade year, mm, like junior. before the yeah. before the second semester. Right. Okay. Continue. And it's crazy. Some shit had happened with that whole shit too. Like niggas had gotten into a little fight and shit. I didn't even get caught up with the shit. Like I, I literally had got away. We had beat this nigga up. It was some click <laughs> shit going right, on yeah. back in the day. We beat this nigga up on campus, and all the homies ran into it. G four was one of the niggas. He got right. caught. He got suspended for this shit. <laughs> nigga ran right into the dean. We gonna nigga. get Nico here to tell his side yeah, of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all the homies got caught for this shit. Nigga run right into the dean. Nigga, I see everybody running. So I before they I hit the corner, nigga. They all get caught up. Nigga, I run out the gate. Nigga, run the diamond supply. I kick it in diamond supply for the whole time. They never called my mom, say I'm suspended. I just didn't go to school the next day. Mm. End up showing up to school probably like a day later. Like my, my mom's in them thinking I'm going to school. I just wasn't going to school. Like, Doing nigga, go shit, to the right? homie crib, yeah, nigga. Yeah. Hop on the bus, just go to Beverly. So I don't know what exactly I did then, but I didn't go to school. When I came back though, them niggas had gave me a letter. Well, they called me down talking about I had to, you know, I was behind on credits like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I had like, Ninth grade credits in eleventh grade. Damn. I had like fifty five credits Damn. in eleventh grade. They like you gotta get the fuck out of here. You gotta go to continuation school. You ain't finna like graduate, nigga. Right. Like what the fuck you doing? You ain't finna be here no. wasting death space, nigga. Get the fuck up out of here. Nah, so Niggas in here wanna learn. I'ma keep it real though. At that point, nigga, I kinda was like, man, I probably ain't gonna graduate. You know, like that I was really looking at life like that. I went to continuation school. And that's where bad kids go, nigga. Oh, trust gang, me, I know. That's where the gang members and shit go, nigga. Like, but when I went there, bro, it was this teacher. She had the English. She, like, it's, it only it's only like four teachers there and shit, mm-hmm. and they run like five, six different classes, you mm-hmm. know. 
And it was one teacher that had most of the classes I needed. She taught the history, the English, all that shit. She ended up having to go to another school and shit. And when she went to the other school, she left <laughs> she left all the like paperwork, all the old homework and shit from all the other students and how the class is. You just complete the assignments that they give you. Mm. Once you complete all the assignments, you pass the class. You could do this at any time, nigga. If you could get this shit done, nigga, you could pass the class in two Wait weeks. Shit that Hold they doing. On. Now it take you a whole Hold semester on. to do. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. I, I ain't even letting you get the story. We, we gonna out. use this one just off the street. Hey. Yeah, yo, right, just off the street. It ain't no other shit, buddy. Yo, this is the exclusive right now on Duce. Like, continue the story, and then what? Yeah, so nigga, um, yeah, she left all the pay, all the old work that's on the papers that you you just check the shit off. And yeah. Then, so a new teacher is there. She green or whatever. Everything, everything right. going right. on. Me and the homies still all the work. All the work to every class. We got all the classes we need. We looking at the shit how we going to do it. Like we, wow. we got a whole operation. It's me and like four of the homies. Like we going back to school. We going to go we gonna go back to Fairfax, nigga. Like we had like six months to do it because we found the work in 11th grade. We went to summer school at Hamilton. So y'all just kept all the paper and only turned it in when y'all needed to yeah, type I was shit. Copying that shit word for word, nigga. Wow. Like you know what? Fuck the other teacher ain't no brother. It makes some noise. That's teacher, how you finesse the motherfucking system. Nigga, man. I'm talking about. That's, that, that's a real nigga about, shit was, right there, I was man. Dedicated to the shit though. Don't think this shit was easy, nigga. I'm sure, <laughs> like, nigga. You have to make it seem like it was your shit. Hey, shake my hand, no, man. No, nigga. I, nigga, I'm going head, home. Nigga, I'm going home after school, nigga. <laughs> my mom's thinking I'm doing homework, nigga. I'm at the table, nigga. <laughs> nigga for five hours, nigga. I'm like, nigga, I gotta get back to school. I gotta nigga. get back. Shit, you know. I gotta get back. I ain't no crazy. See. That's what I said. No, you deserve to go to college, King. No, look, Check look, my hand. Look, no, no, no. You deserve to go to college cause, because cause it's about, it's about, about getting through. Getting nigga. through. You know what I'm saying? You know what because saying? my whole last semester of college, nigga, I didn't go to no class. I didn't go to except I, didn't I went to college, class high. Bro. I did finish college. You know what I'm saying? But no, you got to college, nigga. So shout out there. to you, bro. You got to college. Got you <laughs> finessed high school. I actually did my homework. Nah, in high school. I, I, I graduated high school with a three point five. Like I got all the Well, way when you got all the fucking answers, of course. No, no, I went back to. No, he went back to senior. Oh yeah, junior year. Okay, so I went back. I went back like right before half of the first semester. I was there like the tenth week, so I got back before the end of the first semester. So I got them grades for only being there ten weeks. Finesse that because I only there for ten weeks, so they plugged me in when I got there. Right, right. Nigga, I had like a three point seven on that one. Then I got all TA classes. I already did all the classes. You got all the credits. I got all the credits, nigga. I'm back chilling. That's how I was. My senior year, nigga. I was my senior year for second semester. I was done with school at lunch. Really? Because I had enough credits. So school at lunch, I was already out of school. Yeah, I remember I had homies I used to leave at lunch. Like G4 was leaving early and shit. A couple homies, I had to get the credits, so I had they. It was some classes like I had geometry. The teachers like, man, you ain't got to just act like you the TA. Wow. Because I was a senior in there, so it was just like, man, I had the nigga for three classes. Nigga had him for algebra two, geometry because I needed the credits, and then a real TA class. So he like, man, you could TA. All you got just come to the algebra two. Damn, nigga, so you only went to school for two classes then. Then I had a TA. Then I was a TA for real, for real, for the dean. I was really like finessing shit. Then I had a drama class, nigga. Oh, and then nigga. economics, economics. That was like the only real class. I was yeah, definitely was got hard. through that shit. Hey, I'm, I'm laughing. I forgot about the whole being a TA thing. That's fun. But, I used nigga, to be like a real yeah, judge. But, like, nigga, I used I to be able that. to walk out to school and do whatever the fuck I wanted to do. When I got to that, like, and, you know, I turned 18 when I was in in high school. So I was really Me too. Just, I did. Like, doing whatever. The you'll, fuck you'll, I be there, you'll be there in March. March. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, you'll March, like in March. 13. Oh, you are a Pisces. Pisces. Yeah, the dean okay. wrote me. A, that's how I got into college, though, because like by the time I got back, the grades averaged out. 
my mom's was on me like, you gotta do something. I never thought about college. I never thought about no shit like that, you mm -hmm. know. But then I just started applying. They start accepting me off of this shit that I. And then uh, um, I was going to like the black college um, expos, expos. And oh, shit. okay, for sure. <clears throat> and I had ran into whoever the nigga was <laughs> at the time. And he, he, he was cool though. He got me up in that motherfucker. And that was the experience, you know, but just being there, I was like, nah, this shit ain't for me. Like, I ain't one of these type niggas. Like, I ain't never been a school type nigga. Mm -hmm. And then the nigga B.O.B., the rapper nigga, came up there one day. B.O.B., shout out B.O.B. I'm just like, man, this nigga I can do up this here, like, him. I can't even get in the studio up here. Like, niggas ain't looking at me like how I'm really am from the city. Like, let me city, go back. That, uh, let me go back. But even when I thing. got back, it wasn't like that neither because everything was transitioning. You know? right. So then I had to really find myself. Like yeah. I said, that's where Build I found. Build your name like, back up and shit right yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so fast forward. Let's talk about then the music when you came back because Hope for the Youth yeah, it was was it. a major, major momentum for you. Hell yeah. Let's talk came, about that. When that did came, you drop when did you drop Hope for the Youth? 2015. So that 2015. was like four years after that college shit. Mm -hmm. So then between let's say 2011, 2015, I was what was going rap. on? I was grinding. Like I had to get a job because I came back to my mom's shit. So that's the only job I ever had. Well, I had two jobs like the, the, the same SLB time. shit too, right? That wasn't a real job. That was an answer. That was more like some cool shit. You oh, know? Okay. that was cool to be like. Right, that's like how, like how we were talking about earlier. We knowing niggas working on Fairfax yeah, and the clothing and shit. School, like, yeah, was some, go, nigga, go, do that. Go, you a nigga? You like, oh, nigga, you work at? Yeah, yeah right. Well, okay, where, where? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, of course, I, they paid the young niggas yeah, in free nah, clothes. I got a real okay. job, nigga. I was working at this like old, older people home and shit. My sister had hooked me up with the job, and nigga was washing dishes, and everybody that was there was older than me, and I'm writing raps and shit at this time. You know, I'm just. Really getting, trying to get the money to go to the studio because I had an engineer at the time and shit. So oh, nice. I was just hustling that money to go to the studio every day. I'd just be writing. People there used to always tell me, like, man, like, get up out of here. Like, this ain't, like, you know, like, this, I can this, tell this we, we going like, to tire in this bitch. Yeah, like, like, we 40, 50, you fucking 19. I had, to get a, I had to get another motherfucking job. Oh, I take this one. Okay, so you were saying the people at your job were telling you, you know what I'm saying? But then get up out of here, man. You, yeah. you. There's no reason for you to be here right yeah, now. So I was just doing it to get money to <clears throat> for the studio, for the studio and mm -hmm. shit. So I got a fucking another job. I got hooked up with. I never, I never filled out an application and got hired nowhere. Them niggas ain't never hired me. You oh, just I always got, got plugs. The two jobs I had was hookups, and then the, even the internship was a hookup. Hook That's uh, one thing about Cali, man. I ain't gonna lie, being an outsider. Same nigga, for me. Like, I ain't never never had to apply I, for a job. I, 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 Let no, me tell y'all now. I, I applied to. I jobs. have applied. Yeah, you never got the job you applied for, right? Never even got an interview. Right. Never got the job. Let me tell y'all something now. I've been in Cali for ten years. You know what I'm saying? Going on ten and a half years. If you don't know nobody in this motherfucker, you better be the best at whatever it is that you do. Because it is so hard to get in any position or any job or any leeway. Net, network city. That, it's just, that's what it is. It's a network city. And if you don't got that network, it's hard to, you know what I'm saying, get a net worth. But yeah, so, while I was, oh, that while I was working and shit there, I ended up dropping a uh, mixtape and shit. And this was like, probably where I really first caught some like, real buzz and shit, probably outside the city a little bit. People, was it So the mixtape that you dropped was hope uh, before, nah, before Hope for the Youth? So what was the mixtape called? Bad Decisions, Good Intentions. Oh, nice. And I had, uh, I had the homie Mibs from Pac Div on there. And at the time, you know, they was big and shit. Yep. They still, you know, Blogger. legends, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Okay. And bro, was 
like one of the first rappers that like co-signed me and shit. And that shit was big for me at the time. And I was hitting like all them blogs and shit, like two dope boys and shit like oh, that shit. was big at the time. Mm-hmm. And that, that, all that shit was like fueling my fire to make make me like just keep going. Keep and shit. going. And when I dropped that, hope for the youth. No, nah, no, the other nah, shit. I'm excuse you. Bad decisions, good intentions. <laughs> I ended up getting booked for um. A3C, it was this festival in Atlanta. It still go on now to this day. Well, how old were you when, when you got booked for that? Like 19 or 20, 19. 20, 20, 20. No, hey. I did. Actually, I did the one. I had did one the year before that. Like, I got booked for A3C. I think I, had, like, submitted. I didn't get booked for it. I submitted, submitted, like, something. some shit, and then they, they accepted me to perform at the shit in, like, 2012. I did mm. in 2012. They had booked me for it in 2013. And I was working at the job at the time, so I quit and shit. Hell uh, like yeah. I said, I had to I had to bad shit decisions. To do. I had the bad decisions, good intentions, shit. I had came across a little money at the time, nothing major and shit. But I'm like, shit, I can't. My fucking boss ain't gonna let me take off, but fuck it. Like, we ain't about to jump in this shit full fledged. And I had a great time going out there. I had met, um, was that when I met? I don't want to fast forward the story because it, it might be two different songs. Nah, that's not when I met Big Gip. I went to, I did A3C three times. Say one more time. Big Gip. Oh, there's a Big L. Nah, Big Gip. Nah, hell nah. Big L. I was like, where were you at? But Big Gip, yeah, yeah. Goody Goody Ma. Ma. Shout out to Big, nah, Big yeah, Gip. Yeah. I seen that picture. It might have been You a took a picture time. with him, though. Yeah, I got. he was on Hope for the Youth. Now we got to talk about it, nigga. Thank you for saying it now. So fuck everything like, else. Fast forward, because that yeah, okay, yeah, is yeah. what got you, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so no, that was a time, because he wasn't on hold for the youth yet. So, okay, that was the same time. In 2013, I met Big Gip. That time when I went to A3C. Mm-hmm. And shit, on some just random shit. He was at my hotel. And I hopped in the elevator. I looked up, and I ain't going to lie, I thought it was Trinidad James at first. I looked again. <laughs> That's jokes. I ain't going to lie, I looked they again. They do got a similar swag. Yeah. Hey, shout out to swag. Trinidad James. That's hilarious. This nigga said I thought I said That's hilarious. That is fucking hilarious. Now, I looked again. I'm like, nigga, I ain't going to I'm like, that's a big gift. The nigga, like, acknowledged me first. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, you got a show or something out here? He's like, nah. He like, they inducted me into the little Hall of Fame shit. He was like, he Put like. Put your foot off that court. He was like, you got a show? I'm like, tomorrow. He was like, yeah, I'll be seeing you. I'm like, cap. Like, that's all I was thinking in my head. Yeah, like, whatever, cap. nigga, like, yeah. Like, I'm like, you know, I just shook it up with bro. I ended up uh, walking out the elevator. He was parlaying and shit outside for me. He like, hey, come here, take a picture with me and shit. All right, for sure. This nigga it. said take a picture with yeah, me? Bro. Oh, God, I swear to God, I can't make this up. I'm like, all right, for sure. I took the picture. Bro, I gave me his. That's a fucking legend. You know what I'm saying? Goody Mob, Dungeon Family. Come on, baby. Uh, real shit. I grew up on that type of shit, bro. So, <laughs> nigga, um, niggas took the picture. He gave me his number and shit. And um, I ended up posting the picture probably like after I got like home and shit mm-hmm. on Twitter. And bro ended up following me. But bro, like, just kept like he contact with, you. with me, bro. Wow, like, that's just God <clears> shit, man. Yeah. That's good energy. Yeah, like I said, he ended up being a hoe for the youth. So. It was a couple of times I probably linked with bro when he was out here and shit, you know, mm-hmm. had me pull up to the studio, meeting his people and shit, always mm-hmm. just showing me love. Y'all still have a If connection? I call bro right now, it's good. I haven't talked to bro in a minute, but like he be like liking my posts and shit on mm-hmm. Instagram. Like, yeah, I, so it's I, all I, love. Yeah, it's still yeah, all I love. I haven't spoke to bro in a while, but it's, it's still all love. love. Yeah, for sure. It's like I said, when I went back out to No, because in interviews that he been having recently, he done been out in Cali a lot. Yeah, I, this was saying? like his second, second home. He was already coming out. Yeah, here, he like, was out in Cali a yeah. lot. 
Like, yeah, it's, it's a lot of go way back, you know, with like corrupt and it means, yeah, 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 true, 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 true that, true that. But, okay, so literally, just now, since we, since the name is brought up, Hope for the Youth, like that was what really put you on fire yeah, in the city, hell yeah. you know what I'm saying? But then again, though, like I said, the interview that I saw that you said, um, or that you had on All Deaf in back in 2018, you talked about how you wish you would have did things differently because. After the buzz that you got for that, you started meeting with labels. You started getting, you know, what I'm saying a little bit more, you know, recognition. And these labels started telling you not to put out music. It wasn't, it wasn't labels. It was oh, just what a was person it? I was dealing with at the time, and I thought I was finna sign with them, and it was just a bunch of bullshit going on. And bro was just telling me not to release news. I never got the reason and why, you know. Mm. But that shit probably did like just slow up the momentum because at the Pace that I was at at that time, I didn't see nothing else but like just dropping music, like just before the whole anything. Like I was just getting, I was always getting a hundred thousand plus streams on SoundCloud and mm-hmm. shit, you know. And this when we just start putting shit. On we just let's platforms. be very clear. You just stated, nigga, you didn't got like fifteen million streams on SoundCloud right. and like all over, all over, all around, you know all around. And for show, got like probably like twenty million streams. All twenty around. million. Okay, Something now like we got to make some noise. All right, you know what I'm saying? I said fifteen, but twenty million. Come on now. Come on now. On, on, I don't think they got 20,000. On all platforms. On all platforms. On all platforms. Let's be very clear. Not just no SoundCloud rapper. Niggas is getting views, okay? Niggas is clicking on that shit. You feel me? Word. So it's over time, too. Though. Over time. You know, it's been a grind what do you a think then? And then I remember you were saying that then at the time, because even when you were talking about certain shit, you were saying like you um you were talking about, you know, your life and you know other things. But I remember you said at that time you your mother got sick. When? Uh, around after um, Hope, for, uh, Hope the for the youth. Nah, and, nah, nah. Around, uh, she probably did. I don't. I can't remember. It's been so far from then, bro. I can't even remember. I know my mom did get sick again because my mom was sick when I was in high school and she mm-hmm. did get sick again. So yeah, it probably was. Right around the time. Yeah, no, you know that, that's you expressed. Yeah, no, no, it was around the time. Yeah, I was you said that, my, and then you said another situation I was with, 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 a, with, a, with a girl. That time, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like you know, life shit happening. People and you're a human, bro. You know what I'm saying? Shit happens, and you don't get you get. There, there, and this is this is low key. This is the show for this to unpack niggas, real niggas trauma because the shit that you go through as a creative. Let's not even just talk about a rapper. Just talk about it. as a creative. People don't understand how you can find yourself in a certain funk based off the life shit. But even when you were saying in that interview, motherfuckers don't care what you're going through in life. Nigga, drop it. We your next song. We your next song. Like you know what I'm saying? What's going on? Money, money. We need we need that shit. So it's like people don't understand that you're a human being. You know what I'm saying? So at times, it's not as easy as the consumer, you know what I'm saying, would expect to get that, you know what I'm saying, that top quality when you're not mentally in the right space. Yeah, it'd be, a, even past that, be all type of shit going on. You never know, shit. Engineer problems, producer problems, shit, might not be getting the right beat. You never know, shit, this shit art, you know what mm. I'm saying? Like, can't always just produce shit, you know? Now it's so microwavable, as people think. That's another story. What do you think kept you going to want to keep pursuing it after that that rocky time for you? I never stopped <laughs> being in the studio. Shit, I love music. I was just trying to find a find the sound again for real. Like find out what I wanted to talk about and shit again. Mm. Like I said, just getting back with the right producers and shit. I got a question. What about Hope for the Youth? What about the music you made for that? What do you think it was that stuck with the people? Like, what do you, if you think there was anything? Just being hungry and vulnerable, and people got to see 
I feel like people seen what I was doing leading up to that. Being authentic? Being authentic, dropping all those songs on SoundCloud, dropping the videos I was dropping. People got to just see growth, you know. But mm. you really watched it be from zero. If you watched me from the beginning, you watched it from zero. Shout to, out to Bro that was commenting you know, about the Fear Fact shit. Yeah, you watched it from Nigga zero to whatever the, the fuck it ever went to, you know. So just that. Off top. Mm. Okay. Okay, well, I ain't gonna lie to you, Bonnie. We need a part two. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so much more about your story that needs to be exposed. Because to me, and 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 I'm glad I got you here because I like I said, I always want to give, you know what I'm saying, the the people on the show their flowers. I met you, I've been out here 10 years. So out of the 10 years that I've been here and all of the the time that I've been around y'all and certain things, it's been about like a strong seven. Seven years that I've known you, at least. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I personally have always been a fan of your style and your presentation. Appreciate I got in that. tune with the music when, I don't even think, I think it was either a little bit before the video that you had, you know what I'm saying, when you had everybody there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I want to ask you, was you on your DJ Khaled shit that day? Because you don't rap, nigga. Absolutely. Hey, 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 I feel that. You know what I'm saying? Ma- I made the beat and it was my song. I brought the niggas together. Yeah, 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 you brought yeah. it together. had a video right in the middle of like I had LA. The I was there. I'm like, both of y'all rap, no hook. Boom. Dope. Yeah, and it was, was and it was fire. Yeah. So, but like I said, like it's it's so much stuff that I've Shout seen. Shout out to you, Augustine. Shout out to the bro. I've seen, you know what I'm saying, be elevated through me being here, through being around y'all. It was like, okay. Niggas really been, you know what I'm saying, deeply involved in this shit. And then when I get in tune with it, it's like, okay, well, shout out to you, man. Like, your music actually is something that I would listen to. It's something that I would bump. It's something that I feel that the people that come from where I'm from need to, you know what I'm saying, tap into. And that's why I have you here, man. And I appreciate you being vulnerable enough to share your intricate stories and to actually talk about the shit that comes from being a creative. Not everybody understands the other side. Because yeah. as consumers, you just want new music, new yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like there's so much shit that you still have to say as far as the process of making music and the process of being an artist. You know what I'm saying? And I think that just based off of just even the interview that I saw and what you've been saying here on the show, you 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 are the epitome of authenticity. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't talk about certain things that you don't do. You don't express certain shit that you don't like or that you're not about. You know what I'm saying? And that's why the people fuck with it. That's why the question that even T-Reg asks is because you're authentic, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I think that there needs to be more recognition for people like yourself. Because at the end of the day, when we think about music and we think about the people that are at the forefront, the people that are being, you know what I'm saying, glorified the most, Chances are, there's a lot of bullshit in the, in yeah, the rap. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fluff. It's a lot of extra shit. It's a lot of corny shit. Corny yeah, shit. Yeah. But the real shit is the thing that lasts yeah, longest. This type of shit, the, the type of shit niggas is on in these days, it's just like, you just got to build your community and keep it pushing. Yeah. And if you happen to be, you get chosen and cracked off you being you, then that's a blessing. But at the same time, you can still eat, make dope music, engage with the people, just create your community. Yeah, it's... it's... Billions, billions of people in the world, man. It's absolutely nobody gonna feel you. Nigga, if you got twenty to fifty thousand consistent people that really fuck with you, you good for life. You, got, you good for life. You good. You got ten thousand people that yeah, you good. Shit, nigga, you're good for life. You good. You go. You go. You go. You go cross... On Instagram, you got over ten thousand followers. 
Let's start there. Yeah, yeah. We clapping. We clapping. Hey, tell them he ain't niggas no regular start nigga. Shit, what are you talking about? You said what? Tell them niggas start buying shit, though, man. Y'all drop that shit, nigga. You better buy it, nigga. At the end of the day, that's the point. Fuck all niggas following, nigga. Who's buying? Yeah, Who's I'm buying the merch and the product? I keep hiding my motherfucking post and shit, nigga. I'm going to come see. Who owned that shit? <laughs> Instagram. Nah, let me you, stop for that. You got, you got to play the Instagram hey, listen, game. You saying back was here supports Instagram. We uh, are. <laughs> Let's let me know. This this has nothing to do with what we got going on. That's a personal statement right there. You feel what I'm saying? So uh hiding people post. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga that the the real will always prevail. And man, and like that's that's something that I live by, you know what I'm saying? The real will always prevail. So at the end of the day, man, you keep making that authentic, you know what I'm saying, that real nigga music, man, and the people will find you, B. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Shake my hand, King. Appreciate you know what I'm saying? You, I appreciate you Thank being you. on the show, um, telling your story, being vulnerable, letting people know, you know what I'm saying, about your journey, you know what I'm saying, even about your pops and how you grew up and shit like that, man. That's real shit because a lot of people out here, there's a lot of things that people out here don't know about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a lot of things that you've been through that people may not even understand that had to correlate with music if, so, we, um, we, if we get to the part two I got plenty of questions about just the connection with him and just the history of his pops yeah. I gotta get you and Nico on a part two because yeah, evidently be there's, a, yeah, there's, there's a lot you know what I'm saying to unpack between just y'all story in general yeah. you know what I'm saying and y'all both yeah, coming yeah. up at the same time and how that correlates with the lifestyle that y'all been living so uh, we definitely gonna do a part two that's yeah, for, for sure, sure for, for sure, sure. Uh, but before that man uh, like I said I appreciate you coming on the show I appreciate you you know what I'm saying giving your story and you know what I'm saying just you know letting, letting people know about you uh, do you have anything dropping soon or anything that you're working yeah, on yeah I got an EP dropping next week oh nice on Friday the 13th uh, call me tomorrow. So by the time this come out, we just gonna say this week. Yeah, we gonna say this That's week. It dropping. Yeah. That's just dropping. <laughs> <laughs> it would be dropping soon. Like yeah, <laughs> that shit uh, dropped gonna, today. Gonna support I got that. a whole album with my boy Three Way Slim. Shout out the homie in the back. From, Shout out from, to the homie from VA. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My boy from VA. We gonna get him on the show too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to VA in the building. That's it. That's it coming soon. You know we got some good features and shit on there. Shit gonna be exciting. For sure, uh, yeah. for sure. Okay. Well, um, let people know where they can follow you at and um in all your social media platforms. Follow me on Instagram, Monty underscore cooling, Twitter, Monty Cooling. I don't be really be on that motherfucker, but follow me. TikTok. YouTube, Monty Cooling. TikTok. No TikTok? I got one, but yeah, follow me on there too. Fuck it, bro. Follow <laughs> yeah. them everywhere, bro. You you got a trends too, don't trying, you? Trying, What's trying. Is it tre- trends or threads? Threads. Oh, threads. That shit. I got one of them too. Money. Yeah, it's the same to. as my Instagram. Yeah, it got to. It's Follow me on all that shit, man. Yeah, I mean, spell it out for him. Follow me to the bank. You know what I'm saying? Spell it out for him, B. But don't take that from me. <laughs> Spell your Instagram name out so people can make sure that you know, they follow me. We're going to put it Money. in the, you know what I'm saying? M-A-N-I underscore C-O-O-L-I-N. Yes, sir. The coolest. And of course, sir. you know what I'm saying, Mr. L.A., my oh, dog, man. T. Rizzle. Once again, Instagram, uh, T, a period, R-E-G. Yeah. Twitter, T-D-O-T-R-E-G. Yeah. TikTok, the same thing. I'll definitely fuck with TikTok, bro. I'll definitely fuck with TikTok. I fuck with TikTok. I do. I don't be posting like that. I'm about to start posting here. I start posting. I be posting like my tour. I was posting like my tour footage and shit. Nah, yeah, exactly, bro. But you gotta post both. You gotta you gotta show some personality on everything on TikTok. Yeah, you do. Lifestyle in the studio. You fucking. You know what I'm saying? TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Especially for niggas that do music. Unfortunately, that's the wave, man. You gotta post it. People gonna see it. 
But yeah, like I said, follow me on there. I'm gonna spell it out T D O T R E G, same as the Twitter. And uh yeah, I got shit coming. Uh shout out my nigga Bell. I've been shouted out the past few episodes. You dropping a project. Yeah. Uh hopefully October 13th. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be then. If not, just stay tuned. But it's pretty sure it's gonna be that. And also make sure to go check out that bell episode. Check out yeah, check out that bell episode. Oh yeah, okay. Fire dropping. Check out that bell episode, but yeah, man, produced by T Rig. I got shit. The shit he's talking about with him and Slim. Yeah. I got some shit on there. Hey, yo. We out here. My nigga working, baby. Hey, shake my hand, T Rig. T Rig working, man. Hey, hey man. stop playing with my. Hey. Hey, 1050, when, 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 you know, when you edit, send me this clip so I can post. <laughs> Let me get some. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna use this in his promo now. <laughs> but yeah, tune in. Let them know where they can follow you, man. Hey, where they can follow me, right? Yeah, because I'm. Just... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love my niggas, man. All right, you already know you can follow me. Tune Got Jokes, that's T-U-N-G-O-T-J-O-K-E-S. And I'm on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? TikTok, oh, shout out my nigga. You just had the show in Chicago, right? Yes, sir. Shout yeah. out to you. You know what I'm saying? I had two shows at the Laugh Factory. Shout out to my nigga M. Brown. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Him and them. Yeah, thank you, man. I got you, dog. Hey, hey, don't worry about nothing. I got hey, you, kid. Hey. See? That's why I got good Shake people my around. Hand, bro. Shake my hand, <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to take like this guy right here. This is the. Hey. <laughs> I'm sticking right here. I'm so glad I got up with the show. Hey, man, that has been an amazing episode, Do Saying Backwoods. I want to thank, you know what I'm saying, the wonderful, the very, very creative, <clears throat> and, you know what I'm saying, artistic, and the talented Monty Coolin, you know what I'm saying, for coming and expressing yourself and, you know what I'm saying, telling your story. Uh, make sure to be out, you want to look out for all the projects that they said that got coming. Yes, like sir. I said, my name is Toon Got Jokes. You can follow me on all my social media platform. And this has been our episode of Do Saying Backwoods. If you think sir. our show was dope, if you think our show was dumb, we don't get no fuck. We did it a dab way. Let's make some noise for Do Saying Backwoods. And we'll catch y'all next time. Yeah. yeah.